This is a podcast from Rover. Well, time now for this week's view from the top paddock as we head to the West Coast. Uh, the rain has been falling, but let's find out what it's really like down around the, the Brunner region. And we've got the Vice President of the World Farmers Organisation. I could say that a million times over. Love the sound of that. Katie Milne. Morning, Katie. How are you? Good morning. Actually, funnily enough, I'm drier than I thought I'd be, which is absolutely great because we were well prepared to get a huge deluge and I'm feeling uh, pretty bad for the guys oh. up Nelson Way who are taking a hiding because we've been there and done that and yep. um, pretty frustrating. You're all prepared and there's nothing you can do until the water goes down again though to see how much damage you've got to uh, deal with after an event like this. And this one, bang, right, bang, smack in the middle of carving and uh, a little bit prolonged is certainly going to frustrate the heck out of those guys and, and make for long nights and days, um, you know, trying to deal with what they've got in front of them. And it's relentless, isn't it? It just doesn't back off. I mean, this is going to this is not going to play out over days, weeks, months, years, really, mm-hmm. to get back to, to, to sort of uh, the starting point before the rains came. Yeah, that's right. For some of them, you know, yes, it will go just up and down and, and flood the pastures in the meantime. But for some, when rivers get out of their bed and creeks become rivers and get out of their bed and um, rip out big pieces of your pasture and take your fences out and, you know, damage buildings as well, uh, your infrastructure, it's it's pretty tough. Yeah. And, yeah, it takes farmers a while to get, get most of it back up and running pretty quickly. But mm-hmm. um, it's the getting the time to continue on and fix up all the other stuff, the fences and, and putting races back in and things like that that are frustrating in these times. You know, all the good work that's gone ahead, being well prepared for a great season and it's all taken away in a matter of a couple of days of heavy rain. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. You're hearing the term a lot in the farming sector at the moment, just doing the best that we can, because that's all you can do. And it does feel like this winter's been the worst in 40 years in regards to winds and rain and just making a little bit of traction, one step forward and two steps back is still one step forward. And I think having that farming mentality is is what's getting us through. Yeah, exactly. And actually, you know, farmers have done, considering the conditions, extremely well up until yeah. this flood event. You know, mm-hmm. the intensive winter grazing stuff, we've had to um, have the spotlight put on us in the last few years. And seeing the flyovers at Southland um, Regional Council have done and other areas, keeping an eye on how it's gone with farmers, has been amazing. And, and um, how do we look around ourselves? A couple of weeks ago, we got up to Takaka in the um, aeroplane and you could see how well farmers were doing. They were leaving those um, point discharge, you know, those uh, hot source points um, clear, you know, leaving them, not not grazing them. And they, you could see from the ear, they had plan A, plan B in play, and it, they've done a fabulous job. Yeah. So a little bit of a tweak there that was needed. Yep. And, um, yeah, hopefully that, that continues on, the yeah. old iterative learning process of farming. Yeah, fantastic. That's great to hear. Both ends of the South Island there, that big improvements are being made and uh, fantastic. Hey, uh, Katie, look, just uh, I, I haven't really had a chance to talk to you too much about the being vice president of the World Farmers Organisation. What's that sort of? How's that changed your life and your your sort of schedule, so to speak? Um, well, actually, it has a little bit, but not too much in yep. regard to the fact that um, we were locked down for COVID, as you know, yep. for a couple of years. And I did do a little bit of travel uh, previously with World Farming Organisation mm. being on the board. And so now that's come back into play more yep. from actually being unlocked 
you know, previous to that, all through lockdown, it was all Zoom meetings at God knows what time of the night for, yeah. for me being down here. So, yeah, a little bit more travel um, to different events uh, worldwide, which is, which is very awesome in its own right, but actually really good to be able to get into those rooms and tell the farmer's story and talk about the farmer's needs and aspirations and community, rural communities. Um, needs because that does get forgotten uh, in the broad brush policy settings of of the um, uh, international organisations that have a big say on what our lives going forward as farming looks like. Mm. And it is it's such a critical role. It's, it's growing in its need with all the um, pushback against animal proteins and, and the like. And yep. we know as farmers, you know, that that's all well and good to have, have some high uh, aspirations like that. But in reality, on the ground, some places can't grow anything but pasture that's suitable for livestock. And um, you cannot pick up a crop and move it in a flood yes. or in a fire, whereas you can shift livestock around. So food diversity, we've just got to keep hammering that message through. Um, there's a place for all of it. And as long as we keep learning, and as I said before, that iterative process of doing better in farming, um, that's the thing that everyone should focus on, is how do we keep improving and doing it better not banning certain types yeah. of farming yeah. and, and shifting the whole dial too far. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yep, okay. Let's look at the uh, GDT down again a bit at the moment anyway, but uh, still seems demand is exceeding supply. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? The futures have held up there, you know, over the last, well, I think we're, uh, is that drop number eight, seven or eight? Yeah. Mm. Um, which bodes well, and there is, you know, some supply issues around the world. Obviously, for various reasons, whether it's a drought in the Northern Hemisphere, a little bit of flooding here, our number was down last year a little bit, Fonterra, you know, the output as well. So I guess it, it's holding up because it is a limited resource like everything on the planet is, um, the food we produce from milk. So that holds well for us as dairy farmers going forward, as long as the same old, same old, the price doesn't get too high, that people do start to shift away and trying to find try and find an alternative, uh, we should be looking pretty. And we need it, though, because our costs have gone up. Yep. You know, eggflation is way higher than general inflation that everyone's facing uh, at the moment. And, of course, we have peaks of where we have a lot of output with fertilisers and fuels uh, going on, getting crops in the ground or getting started, kick-started for the season now for milking, etc. No matter what you're doing, you've got a front-loaded system in, um, in farming You've got to put the inputs in to get out the final result. So we've all obviously got our fingers crossed that this price does hold up because we've already spent the money to, uh, you know, prepare to grow the milk, grow the crops, mm. whatever it is. So, yeah, it's a, um, uh, a uh, wing and a prayer a little bit at the moment that nothing catastrophic changes because um, it'll hurt if that price drops. Yeah. There we go. That is Katie Milne, World Farmers Organisation Vice President and uh, Bruna West Coast Dairy Farmer. Uh, always very insightful. Good to hear, Laura, uh, from Katie there on these flyovers that they've done in Southland and Katie mm-hmm. doing her own one up over Tarkica. That people are, that, that, that those that did need to make changes are making changes when it comes to winter grazing. Uh, that's fabulous. I'm very happy with the uh, good pass mark that, that is, those practices are getting. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that we all needed to, to change and get yep. on board with, and farmers are. So it is. It's, it's positive steps for the industry all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, when we come back, it is our green. Richard Green out of Kerwee and the latest in uh, ag weather with AFCO.